Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hi, it's Brett Phillips here, host of The First Serve, and thank you for downloading the latest edition of In The Huddle, one of our podcast offerings here at The First Serve. You can get your weekly live tennis fix with our show every Monday night on the SCN Radio Network at 7pm Eastern. All the broadcast details of where you can listen can be found at thefirstserve.com.au. In the Huddle was created to give student-athletes, parents and coaches an inside look at the journey through US college sport and all that comes with it. The demands, the experiences, the excitement and the opportunities available to our student-athletes from around the world. Study and Play USA facilitates a comprehensive, customised approach for student-athletes and families for their whole journey, from their high school preparation years right through to US college graduation. Welcome to this episode of In the Huddle with Study and Play USA. In this episode, we have the opportunity to meet with a really, really unique athlete um, whose perspectives I think we're all going to learn a lot from. She has definitely taken a path fairly less traveled um, than other student athletes. All the way from West Los Angeles College, we would like to welcome Louisa Gauchi to the show. Hi, everyone. so nice to have you here. Just for the listeners, are you able to tell us um, a little bit about your college and then the sport and position that you play? So I'm Louisa Gauchi. I'm from Brisbane, Australia. Um, and uh, yeah, I go to school at West Los Angeles College, which is in LA, or more specifically in Culver City. And yeah, I play baseball on their team, on the, on the men's team, and I'm the second baseman. Amazing. How did you find the move from Brisbane to Culver City, which is, you know, just a suburb of LA? How was that transition for you? Honestly, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome, actually, because I was there um, during the summer as well. So I was playing summer baseball with the team. And so I had a host family during that period. And so the transition between having a host family and then living by myself was actually super great. So I was with family for two months, which that means I got to travel around with them. And I knew the area really, really well. And I was training with the team every single day. And so it just became a second home to me anyway. And then when it came time to, to like move in in the area, it was just like second nature. So it was great. <laughs> that it's, and what an amazing opportunity, right? To kind of have a family who's obviously been there for a long time that can show you, you know, the good grocery stores and just all those little things that you know you just don't have to figure out for yourself yeah exactly I just I might I experience I think would just be a whole lot different if I didn't have a host family because they literally showed me everything and they showed me how to drive and they showed me like how to shop and they showed me just like where to go where not to go and yeah just like that sort of thing just the basic things that it's something that like 
people from Australia especially just wouldn't really know unless you're a local. So that was really, really good. I am very appreciative because like I, w I still go to their house like often. Um, I had Thanksgiving with them still and like birthdays, I always go to their house. So yeah, like yeah. I have a really good relationship with my host family. <laughs> That is be beautiful and just so nice too when you are so far away from home to have somewhere that feels homey as well, yeah, which is so uh, nice. Exactly. Um, definitely off our questions, but because you mentioned Thanksgiving, how did you find that holiday? Interesting. I've never had turkey before. <laughs> so oh, that really? was kind of fun. Yeah, so that was kind of exciting. Um, it's just like a second Christmas. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> It is. It is yeah. definitely second Christmas. I feel like it's nice that it happens in the winter time there because between Thanksgiving and then Christmas a month later, really need those like yeah. winter stretch well, the, pants. The way my host family says it, it's Christmas without presents. So it was it really is. fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Did you, did, were there any side dishes that you remembered? Just the potato. The potato was so great. The mashed potato, amazing. Excellent. Anyway, we, we stray from where we're supposed to be going, but I do love Thanksgiving. Um, so kind of just getting back on track and thinking, so you've told us a little bit what that was just like to change countries and towns and what that felt like. Um, what, how is study going? Can you tell us a bit about what you're studying and how you found the transition? So I'm an economics major. Um, I changed, I was a business admin major for the first semester and then I changed it like probably like four weeks through the semester. It's really easy to change studying, especially if you're a freshman, it's super easy. Um, I was just taking all like, I'm still taking just like general requirement classes yeah. and I'm just like, as like now I just finished my, uh, spring semester, I'm starting now to take like more of my economic major classes. Um, but like the transition between high school and then college education was for me was great. Um, again, like I'm at a junior college, so it's kind of like they, they're meant to help you. Like they help you transition through that, which is really awesome. And especially like I went, I went to a really good school in Brisbane. And so they really set you up for that whole, like go into university or college. So I, I just think I had, like, I'm, I'm having a really good time. I'm not struggling in anything. And, you know, there's so many people that want to help you succeed. It's, you're not alone. And the, like, especially if you're not from the country, they're really understanding and they will sit down with you and go through everything yeah. and just make sure that you understand how their education system works. So. Good. So good. And I know you just mentioned um, to those of us that are listening that you're at a junior college and because that that is, really a, a uni structure that there's nothing like here in Australia. Are you able to kind of describe what that is for people that might not be familiar with what a junior college is? Yeah, it's, I even try to explain this to my mom because she still doesn't really understand what it is. <laughs> oh, um, it's pretty much just the first two years of your degree. You'd be doing the exact same classes at a university, but you're just doing them at a school that's smaller. That's a exactly what it is and Absolutely. and it's a lot cheaper too so and you get more opportunities and you I I wouldn't say like you make more friends but like my classes are like 15 to 20 people so so nice yeah exactly and the, yeah. everyone knows you by name everyone around campus knows who you are and yeah. it's just a really great community and it's you know it's just the first 
two years of your degree and you'd be doing the exact same classes somewhere else. So that's yeah. exactly right. And I think for a lot of students that are making that transition, when you said that it's smaller, that is such a benefit of junior college or community college is just those smaller class sizes. So, you know, when you're taking that like general science class, you're not rocking up with 300 other people. So that's yeah, exactly. I don't, I feel like it's a, a little bit of a gentler kind of transition into uni. And then by the time you transfer for your next, you know, your following two years, you're going to be an expert. So it won't be a problem at all. Um, kind of transitioning from school. Can you just tell us, so I, I really do feel like we have maybe glossed over the fact that you are a woman playing a men's sport. So can you just sort of talk us through that journey and how you have ended up playing on a men's team in America? Yeah, so um, I remember signing up with study and play to do softball. And I, I was like, okay with that for maybe two months. And then this one night I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing softball. Like I really don't see myself playing softball at all. And so I, I still remember like drafting out that email of like, sorry, like I'm not doing softball. You guys have to help with baseball, like recruiting. I'm not, I'm just not doing it. Um, well, and like the transition, there hasn't really been a transition for me, like not like playing women's baseball to men's baseball because women's baseball isn't a thing anyway, really. Um, yeah. So I've been playing men's baseball in Brisbane since my first ever baseball team. And then the only times I'd ever play women's baseball was um, either if I was like traveling to a different country with the women's team or yeah. I was playing for Queensland. That's, that's it. Yeah. So there wasn't really a transition. Um, I was just like, oh, the, all the other boys are going to college. Why can't I go to the college? college? It's kind of, I, I just didn't understand. It didn't really make sense for me that I couldn't do that. So, yeah, um, and then, yeah, and then the way I got to, like, go to West LA was just, I made really good connections with my coach, and, um, yeah, I, I'm really passionate about, the, like, what I play, and I work really hard to get to where I am, and, like, that's what he's looking for on his team, and so that's why I, I got my spot, and that's how I didn't get cut during the season, so, <laughs> and that's why I'm going back again next year, because, you know, like I'm progressing really, really well. And my coach really appreciates that. And I really appreciate my team and my coach too. So, and I'm getting a lot of opportunities, which is great. Oh, and I think just, you know, what you said at the end of the day, a couple of things stand out that you, you knew what you wanted, right? And that was to play baseball. And I remember having those conversations and you just sort of said, look, it's, the opportunity might not be there on every team, but there's got to be some coaches that are willing. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And work, like right? we we started that in tenth, like 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 grade ten. Yeah. And yeah, and like even though we got like a billion rejection letters, it's just like you just need one person to say yes. Like that's it's fine. That's exactly right. But then the other thing that really stuck out to me, Louisa, is you still have to earn it, right? Like you still have to work hard and all those things. And I. I don't know about you, but I would imagine just in your mind too, you just have that, you just know you want to work that much harder because you want to deserve it and earn it. And yeah, and, like, being and, that's the thing. And, and I do, and I work that extra hard every single day, which is great. And I have the people in LA that I've met help me do that, where it's like, I am getting that little bit better than everybody every day. So yeah, when we all go back to, um, to when school starts again, I know that 
I've been one of the only people that's been able to have access to a gym uh, during this whole time. And the fields here haven't been closed. So I know a lot of guys on my mm. team, they haven't been training during this two, three month period. So I've just gotten that much better than them already. And I'm just like closing that gap. That's the biggest thing for me is closing that gap. When it's like equally, like I'm there, that's when it's going to be fun. But yeah. for now, it's just like, I'm just making that progress to just keep closing the gap. So uh, when it'll be exciting for you to be back and back yeah, field and training. Um, so when we are talking about that hard work and I we know we've touched on academics, we've touched on your sport um, and you've sort of talked about the support that you're getting. What is a, you know, when you're in season, how would you describe sort of your average week between training and school and Mm, so mine's a bit different because I I work so I wake up I go to work yeah and then I'll and then I'll go to school okay and then I will go to practice and then so okay this this is like spring springtime is like yes wake up at and I'll go straight to work and then I'll go to class and then we'll have practice in the afternoon between one and five and then I will go to my facility so I train at an outside facility and I will do my like throwing hitting working out yeah. everything and I'll finish there around nine o'clock slash ten o'clock and then I'll go back home and then I'll cook I'll eat I'll do my homework and then I'll go to sleep around midnight and then I just <laughs> do that every single day and then the only day I have off is Sunday and Sunday I'm usually at my facility hitting in the cages anyway. So for me, that was like an everyday sort of thing. Yeah. Um, games, we would have games on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So, okay. and sometimes Saturday. And that would mean like all day would be gone. Just yeah. the whole day. So I wouldn't be able, like, depending on what time we got back was when, if I would still go and work out. But okay. yeah. And then during oh, the week. <laughs> <laughs> during the oh. winter time um it was a bit different because we had like tour days which means we had running in the morning and then training in the afternoon or we would have lifting in the morning and then um working uh like on field in the afternoon yeah. on the days we would work out in the morning I would work out in the morning and at night time and I would say like oh the morning session's my warm-up and then I would go right. um oh my, my on-field session and then after that, I would go to my facility and then work out again. So I'm probably never going to do that again. Now that I look back on this, I'm like, maybe that was a bit stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I did do that for yeah. three months. But yeah, so obviously now, like when I go back, it just look, like knowing this of myself and just reflecting on like my sort of schedule that I had yeah. is I'm probably going to change that because I was working out like, eight to nine, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Like hands down. So yeah. it, it was a lot sustainable <laughs> long term. Yeah. 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 But like my, obviously like mine, my sort of situation is a bit different. A lot of people like you just go to college, like you live on campus, go to college, you do the things with the team. But yeah. for me, I need a lot of more like extra because I'm a girl on the team. Like right. I just need, I need it or else I'm going to be behind these guys forever. Yeah. So, you know, the coaches have 40 guys on the roster. They can't be sitting with you like every single day, identifying what you as a player like is wrong. 
just to yes. get better. Yeah. And so that's why I have to go externally to find someone that's going to like every single day, tell me this is what we're working on today. Yeah. And this is what yeah. we're going to focus on this week, this month. Yeah. And like, keep going from there. And like, yeah, I've made heaps, like huge jumps. So yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That initiative is amazing. And I know that I'm sure that the coaches just appreciate that, you know, and that's why you've had the opportunity and then that you're maintaining it and, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder with your teammates, you know? So, and what's your job that you got, Louisa? Was that through the university or how did you end up finding that? Because that is something, you know, we do have a lot of student athletes that, you know, just for financial reasons, you know, need to work a bit while they're over there. So how did yeah, you well, find that? My, my parents um, are very like, you have to work. There's yeah. no not working. It's not a thing. I've been working since I was 13. So yeah. it's just like, I've always had to do it. And so, um, like my first day on campus, when I went into handed my forms to the international office, I just said, I need a job. Yeah. Like I just, I have to have one. And so, yeah, they just sent, they gave me the paperwork and it was just like, I had to get my social security number and a bank account. Yeah. Um, but after that, uh, I like had to interview for jobs and luckily one came up, um, with the Cal works program at my school, which is like, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but pretty much like I am just the admin person for this program on my campus. Great. Um, that, yeah. And they like, they just help, they just help like students like that, like in need and okay. on my campus. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm just the front desk person. Fantastic. Uh, I w yeah. I just work there three hours a day. All yeah. I do is paperwork, faxing, filing, emailing people, yeah. talk to people make some friends, that sort of thing. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But there, there are, like you mentioned, just lots of opportunities for kids that need to work on campus, you know, while yeah, they're well, there. I, I told them, I was like, I have to have a job. They're like, because yeah. international students at my school really don't ask for jobs. Okay. I, I think I was the first one to ask them for mm. a job because <laughs> they just thought it was a bit strange. And so like, yeah, they just said, oh, like, I don't think we have any. And I'm like, you have to look for me. Like, you have to look for one. <laughs> well, because, we're going to find one. Yeah, yeah, because I have to work on campus. That's the whole yeah. thing with my visa is That's I don't right. really have a choice. That's right. You know, if I had a choice, there's a billion other places I could have worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it makes it, makes it handy when it's close. That's for yeah. sure. Um, earlier when we were talking, I think before we started recording, you just threw into conversation um, that you went to Alaska? Yeah, I did. Go to Could you just talk about sort of the travel opportunities that you've had? Um, personally, like I've had amazing opportunities just because like one of it's my sport is we travel a lot. And then yeah. two, just the connections I've made already. Um, yeah. being a female obviously in baseball. So my first trip was to Alaska and that was with our summer baseball team. So we were there for a week and a half versing another uh, summer team up there. Okay. And yeah, and we stayed at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. And it was awesome because it was actually, we went in summertime, so the sun actually never sets. So for the whole week, That's it wild. was the sunlight. And I think one of the highlights of my trip was as a team, we were playing wiffle ball outside at 2 a.m. And, oh and just that night. Yeah, because our curfew was 3 a.m. Because our coach was like at sunlight, like yeah. what else are you guys gonna be doing? So oh yeah, that, that is awesome. So cool. Yeah. Um. 
with your games, are you guys playing all pretty local or is there a bit of travel currently? With uh, your for games? us, I think the longest that we traveled was three hours. Okay. Yeah, every, we just take everywhere by bus. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all right. And then I'm sure once you transfer out of your JUCO and move in, that yeah, because like, travel will change a bit. Um, yeah, especially California junior colleges. There are just so many exactly. in the one area, and so yeah. our region is just like all clumped in together. Like we don't really need to be traveling because there's so many schools in our area that play baseball. So absolutely, and you know, and so many other teams to play. You just don't have to go far, right? Yeah, exactly. Which is, I guess, you know, handy when you're trying to work. <laughs> study train yeah exactly. hours a day for me because it's like it's a one day sort of thing during yeah. the spring so absolutely it is a really exciting time for women in sport um I know someone from my alma mater Becky Hammond is coaching in the oh geez coaching in the NBA um and then there was just really exciting MLB news with Rachel Bakovic working with the Yankees which is pretty amazing could you tell me sort of your ideas about the role that women might play in sort of coaching in men's team at high levels? Yeah, so I went to the Major League Baseball winter meetings. So I was there in December and we actually had a meeting around that and we had interviews that were like saying, okay, like this is, we want girls to be coming in and coaching. And so I already, I met Rachel at that event. And since then, like she's been one of my biggest role models. And yeah, and so like, especially now, Major League Baseball is wants women to coach. And I think I, if I'm like, there's five, there's five coaches right now who are women. And I, I, I know all of them except for one, which is super cool. So yeah, it's definitely like changing. And that's just where I see my career going. And that's how like, I like, I make a lot of my own opportunities by like saying, this is what I want to be doing. And I give them like my action plan of this is how I'm going to be getting there. And so, yeah, like that's, that's just where everyone's heading at the moment because, you know, five coaches and the whole like Major League Baseball, it's crazy. Like that, that's, that's so, pretty amazing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's exciting times. And I just, you know, even just around the world, like there's just, even in Australia, you know, with the WBBL and the women's AFL and women's rugby, you know, it's just a really exciting time for women and sport and I think especially with what you're doing and sort of just breaking down those gender barriers with just skill and um a lot of determination I think it just says a lot about you and then also amazing that there are programs that are saying yeah like we want players like Louisa to come onto our team too you know because you can have all the determination that you want but you need coaches that also are on board yeah well, like honestly and teammates. you just you just change the dynamic of the team by just being there and I, I know that because I've been on so many teams that have never had a woman on the team before. And by just like showing up, everyone's like, like, what is, what is this? Hold and on. Even, yeah. Yeah. And just like, even now, like on my college team, it's just a lot of boys come up to me and they say like, I appreciate you being here. Like, I'm really happy that you're on our team. And I'm like, oh, thanks guys. And it means a lot to me actually, yeah. because sometimes I think they don't like me because, you know, I, I'm just like, I bring a lot of attention because, you know, obviously yeah. I'm the only girl. And so we do get a lot of news people and we do get a lot of um, like just like newspaper and film crews and that sort of thing. 
And my whole thing to them was that, guys, I never asked for this. Mm. I didn't like I I like I like it, but I don't like this is not what I'm about. I'm I want I'm not here for a publicity thing. Right. I'm actually here practicing and training. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is like those the people that show up, I don't even know until five minutes before. And like there was this one time I remember it was really funny actually. My coach like sent us sent me an email while we were working out in the gym and for some reason like I just happened to check my email at that time when I was working out mm-hmm. and the two coaches who were like facilitating our workout that day like ran up to me and was like oh Louisa the coach forgot to tell you like you have an interview in 10 minutes and I was like <laughs> no I was like not wearing West LA gear that that day yeah. I was wearing like um like I did another blue shirt and I was like I don't have my West LA gear I'm like I I can't do the interview I don't have anything yeah. and so a lot of the boys weren't wearing West LA gear any like either because we usually put our West stuff on for the on-field session, not the workout session. Right. Um, and so I actually had to like find a guy on the team that had West LA <laughs> gear on after he was working out. So oh, I ended up wearing oh, no. like a double XL West LA shirt, super sweaty, smelled so bad so for um, one of my interviews. And, like, I still have the picture that we took after it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, that was so gross. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. The things you do. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, beautiful. So we are just asking our athletes just, like, a little rapid-fire questions. Um, just a handful of them. So are you ready for the speed round? Yeah. Okay. Um... I feel like you have kind of already answered this, but can you describe your current housing situation? I live over there. I okay. I live student housing at University of Southern California, which is across like down the road, I guess, from my school. And yeah, I'm on student accommodation, and I have three roommates. Or we live in an apartment, so they're my apartment mates, and I love them. (laughs) Super fun. Go shopping all the time together. They're actually like. They're all girls. So it's like the one time I'm not oh. surrounded by men. So it's great. <laughs> that is so funny. And I feel like you are downplaying how beautiful your accommodation is because didn't you send us a link? It looks very resorty, like with the pool. It is, and it is it like beautiful. It's literally like a seven star resort. I love it so much. <laughs> it's great. But when you I, say again, you're living like, in an apartment, it doesn't quite do it justice. It yeah, is but like, so nice. Then again, like, Obviously, I am at my college 24-7, so I only really get to appreciate that Sunday afternoons after my hitting session of my on, on my yes. off day. So, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, next rapid-fire question is, what is the strangest food you've had in America that you've needed to get used to? Uh, like, probably beef or turkey. I, I'm not a big meat eater. I... Okay. I only eat chicken. I used to only eat chicken until I moved to America. So, right. yeah, what that is, was interesting. <laughs> what is your favorite U.S. food? Oh, uh, Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. I feel like we land in America with my family. It's like, let's hit the drive through get some waffle fries. Yep. Because <laughs> they're delicious chicken nuggets. Um... Are there any other Australians or internationals on your campus? On my campus? 
at well at your school are there other Let, Australians no okay and international students I know one but he's from Venezuela and he's been in he like lives in LA he's he, he's been living there for the past like five six okay. seven years yeah so yeah. no more like, locals than not yeah I haven't really met anyone more international than me <laughs> okay what yeah. is it like being an Australian on your campus people forget I'm Australian they think I'm American most of the time and then I start talking and then they start recording me um they ask me about Steve Irwin a lot that sort of thing I, I get a lot of like oh you're Australian or oh where are you from yeah and I'm like oh <laughs> yeah you it's, throw out a crikey yeah. every now and then to make them happy yeah. <laughs> um what are your coaches best attributes they they're caring and they make us train hard yes and they're very supportive excellent and then what are your baseball goals? I actually have them written down over there. Well, I'm going to transfer. That's my first goal to yeah. transfer for baseball to my next university. Um, and then I want to play professionally. That's my second goal. And then I want to play for like team Australia for the women's team. Yeah. Um, and then I want to like work with major league baseball. And then there's this facility that I really want to work with in Seattle, which I have been already talking to. So that's another place I wouldn't want to be working. So yeah, I've got like transfer, then play professionally, play for Team Australia, and then work for Major League Baseball. So yeah. Done. Next, what, 10 years? Sorted? 15 years? Done Five years. This. Five years. It's done. Amazing. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Um, and then I guess, just to kind of wrap things up, I just, I feel like you've given all of us a lot, um, you know, just to think about in a really amazing and interesting perspective. But do you have a message for any other girls thinking about pursuing this pathway? You have to do it. You, if you don't start it, you'll never finish it. Um, but you just have to like go straight in and just don't think that the first barrier that you like you get, that's the end of it. Because I remember like, 50 before I even got like that even when I was in America I was facing like six barriers straight at me on my first week and I was like whoa I didn't see those ones coming <laughs> and I, I still remember calling my mom and being like I want to come home like I'm done my college career is done it's been been one week like I'm <laughs> being June like packing my so, bags yeah yeah Aww. exactly so you know like just if you just get to that first barrier and you quit then obviously it wasn't for you you shouldn't be doing this because if you're going to be doing this sort of like, if this is where you guys want to be going, um, like down this road, you just got to understand that you're going to be like rejected and then just like pushed back every second day that you're training or every second day that you're there. So you've just got to be super tough about it and just get through all of the barriers because the, like at the end, it's going to be really worth everything that you've been doing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That end goal, isn't it? Just keeping your eye on the prize and keep your feet moving. Um, and then I guess just finally, why America for you? Why, why did that pathway seem to make the most sense instead of staying in Australia? It's the best baseball. But if you just look at their baseball fields, that's just 
just look at their basal fields, look at our basal fields, and you'll see the quality difference, co like coach difference over there. You know, just I have three coaches that all played professionally, and just even the ones here, if you just get a hint of like, oh, that guy plays professionally, we're like, oh my gosh, no way. <laughs> but over there, it's every coach has played professionally and they have all had that experience and it's just their it's their pastime everyone lives it breathes it and that's what I do too I just live it breathe it wear it that's all I do and yeah. so just being in that sort of environment it was just always something that I wanted so yeah excellent we do it is yeah it's you know our nation's pastime that's it's just in the blood I think of America but also, I just, it's so cool to hear you talk about training and playing and just having that kind of all woven into one day at one place um, was also a pretty amazing opportunity. Well, I just, I feel inspired. I also feel like I'm not doing enough in my day after listening to everything that you accomplished when you're over there. We're just, we are so proud to know you, Louisa, and I just, now, for all of the girls out there that are worried about doing something that are, you know, is maybe a little bit different or that might be a little bit hard, like you said, I just think you are such an inspiration to them. And um, I hope that you are just a voice, a voice for those girls who aren't sure if they can do it or not. And I'm proud that they have women like you to look at. So thanks Thank for being you. here today yeah, yeah. for your time. <laughs> and we are so excited to see what this next year holds for you and your five-year plan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Well, thanks so much, Louise. Uh, have a lovely day. Subscribe to the First Serve via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform to listen at your convenience to all our weekly content, including past editions of In the Huddle, produced by Study and Play USA, as well as our dedicated commercial radio program each Monday on SEN. That you may have missed at 7 p.m. Eastern, Aussies only, and crunching the numbers. Subscribe to The First Serve, your home of tennis. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.